Welcome to the Comeback Podcast. As you know, I am your host, Connor, and I interview people from all around Saigon and the whole of Vietnam about a wide range of topics. One of these being home away from home and the places that give me this feeling. One of the most prominent ones is the Shamrock, Da Nang and Hoi An, expanding to Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh City very soon. And one of the reasons it does so is its authentic Irish feel and also coming from a talented and driven Vietnamese lady with a passion for Irish culture and looking to implement it across the country. It's currently looking for staff in its Hoi An and Da Nang branch, an Irish manager position. Apply if you know anybody vacant. I will include all the links in the show notes. On with the rest of the podcast. The comeback beats the setback. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Comeback Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Connor, and I interview people from all around the city about their background, their businesses, and more. And today, my guest is Vietnamese slash Australian. It is Nicole Duan, who is here to talk to me about finest fresh pasta and more. Welcome, Nicole. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you, Connor? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Can you tell me just initially a bit about your background in both Vietnam and Australia? Oh, great. Um... So originally I was born in Vietnam and I lived in Vietnam for 17 years. Um, then I moved to Australia. I went to school in Australia and I went for work in Australia. After that I decided I wanted to stay a bit longer. So I spent 10 years staying in Australia. Right, I see. And yeah. this might be tricky to answer. Do you see yourself as more Vietnamese or more Australian? I would say half and half. <laughs> right, okay. Literally 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Now, regarding your business background, where did that all begin? Was that during your school years? Can you tell me more about where that started? Oh, my business background? Yeah. Um, well, I would say that I went to school in Australia and I went for F&B school. Mm. Um, so that's when originally the background and where I'm coming from for my work in my career, yeah. Mm. Um, after spend school, uh, sorry, after spend time at school, I went for work. Um, I gaining more experience when my work experience. Um, and then I decide I want to start a business in Australia. I did has a business in Australia. I opened a tapas and wine bar. Um, but then after a year, I closed the business because it was a very tough job and I wasn't ready because when I started a business I was only 22 years old mm. yep um, and then after that I decide you know I just work um, as a cafe manager for a cafe shop in Melbourne for several years so I went to work for them for two to three years um, then I decide well app and be very long hour work and you know, morning shift, night shift is very tiring. I really want to change to different industry. So I went to real estate um, and I worked for real estate as an agent for one, two, two years. Then I decided, you know, I live in Melbourne for 10 years. I really want to make a change. I went home, I visit my family, I travel around the country and I decide um, I want to stay in Vietnam for a couple of years and see how things go. Um, after stay for one, two years, I decide 
I want to start a business in Vietnam because I can tell that the opportunities in Vietnam is more compared to Australia and Vietnam country is actually growing. So therefore, a lot of works that require, yeah. Right, for sure. And before we go to your Vietnam journey and your business here, yeah. can I ask you, you mentioned F&B and yeah. also real estate. Are there any principles from both businesses that you can apply in either? For example, are there similarities to working in F&B that you can also apply to real estate? Can you think of any? Yes, sure. Um, I would say that uh, where I'm at right now with my business, and my business is manufacturing and also supplying to the supermarket channel. So it will require F&B in a kind of way that um, manufacturing way, we need to make the product. In F&B, where I'm coming from, it's got back, front, uh, sorry, back house and front of house. So it's, it's something that like a back of house that making the recipe um, during the proportion of the product, packaging the product, get a product ready for sale. Yeah. And real estate is something that relate to marketing and sale. Um, and my company currently, we are do a lot of marketing online or offline trade marketing to build a brand as well as um, we're selling to supermarket as well. So we're distributing to Winmark at the moment. Um, in the next three months, we will entering more supermarkets such as Big C, Copmark, and we are on the way there. We're also launching new product lines with Thai cuisine at the moment as well. Yeah. Right, I see. And what you also mentioned is when you were 22, you started yeah. a business and mm. then stopped as you realized you weren't ready. Can you talk to me about some of the key lessons you learned from that experience of starting a business young? Oh, cool. I think that I learned about myself. That's the most important way. And also about a business perspective. Myself, I learned that, um, you know, hard work is good, but smart work is better. Um, business perspective, I learned that I'm lacking of experience, I'm lacking of, you know, marketing skill, sales skill, and therefore I'm, I was really just focusing back of the house, like making good product, but not able to bring it on the table, sell to the customer. I did not know that, you know, it's required multiple skill to run a restaurant or a cafe. And then, you know, after a year, I was very tiring. So I decided that I wasn't ready. I let it go and start something else. Right, yes. I see. Yeah. And from that, you realized there were certain skills involved in running the business. Now, there's obviously a variety, but can you tell me two or three of the main skills required? to start the business, would you say? Um, a proper plan, um, bring the idea to reality, mm. Mm, vision. Right, and you have to be crystal clear on all three. Yes. Right, I see. And I suppose then, from those lessons, is there anything now in your business that you were able to apply 
in all of these years later in Vietnam. So from that experience, can you tell me about your current project that you're working on and how that perhaps earlier experience in Australia has helped yeah. you now? Um, I think that it's also about time. It's a matter of time and the experience that relate to time because, you know, the more time you spend on something that you unknow, the more you will be knowing. Um, so I believe that it's also about the time within the experience and getting experience with the time. Um, and also with my past experience in, in Australia, what I've been mistaken, not learning from the past, I will learn from it and carry on and bring it on to the future and improve myself, improve my skill in business um, and always try to be the best for the best. Right, I see. So what are some of your core values then, Nicole, with your business? Oh, good question. Um, for us, is would say integrity, product quality, and professionalism. And that's what we are. Yeah. Okay, and how do you abide by those values? What sort um, of things do you do to stand up to them? Yes, um, so I think that um, we'll start from the product quality first. Um, for us, we always want to bring the best to our customer or to our client. So um, it's very important to make a good product and to be able to deliver that good product to the clients. Um, secondly is integrity. Um, integrity is for our client benefit and also for ourselves. We have a good work culture within our company. Um, so everyone really working hard to achieve the goal, achieve what the business aiming to and business perspective, we really want to deliver, you know, good quality product, honesty, good ingredient to make a good product and deliver it to the customer because we really want the best outcome for them and for the consumer. Right, I see. And mm. when I'm thinking of your business, I'm trying to think who you market more towards. Is it usually the Vietnamese community or is it the expat community? Um, we say 2020, 20, when we started the business, first we aim to more expats or international market. But then um, 2021, end of 2021, sorry, we change our direction to aim to more local market. And that's why we launching a new product line coming up very soon, it's Thai cuisine, and we have three different flavors. Um, the first one with Tom Yum, very popular. Um, the second one is Thai red curry. And the third one is um, spicy pork and sour rib, spicy rib pork and sour soup, sorry. Yep. Mm. And when you began, you mentioned 2020. Yes. Was that not a very difficult time to be starting your business? Um, not so much so, to be honest. Because um, if you remember, 2021 was the lockdown in May. Mm, of course. And we start in 2020. 2020. 
like sometime by the end of 2020. Mm. Yeah. So since we got the business up and running, then COVID, but by the time that COVID, before it started, we got a contract to Winmart. Then um, COVID, you know, really make um, a big deal to everybody that we're not able to go out on the street. We need to order food online or ordering a grocery online from supermarket. And we, uh, you know, unfortunately, that what happened to the majority of us. But in my business, we we make a sale because um, increasing the sale as well because the high demand that people all want food, and we supply a lot of food during COVID time to the bar, uh, to the consumer. Yeah. So it wasn't saying that very difficult to us that time, um, but as the new launch business, new new business, it's always a problem, you know, up problem after problem. But I think that all the business or other businesses would always have problem, but it's not the key. The key is solution to solve the problem. Right. Okay. Yes. And how do you go about finding that? solution do you go with a team do you do it by yourself who does the book stop with uh, we have teams to work with we have internal team that we have finance team we have marketing and sales team and we have factories teams um, like I said problem after problems cannot avoid it have to face with it um, so together we know where the problem coming from we really aiming to you know, finding a solution for that problem. And if it's one problem, we find one solution. If it's 10 problems, we find 10 solutions. And, and we just need to get it out of our way and just keep moving forward because it's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you work with a team, yes. with people having different ideas perhaps to you and different philosophies, how do you communicate within your team to make sure you're all on the same page? We have um, respect for each other. But in the end of the day, we need to know what is the goal of the business, what is the vision, what is the target, objectives. And we work toward the goal, to achieve the goal. We work all together. We know each other, personal and professional. Um, but professional, that's what is required for business. Um, we are working as a team work and we deliver and we try to achieve by the timeline that we want to achieve to achieve the goal yeah right I see so we collaborate together you know yeah um, and like I said before earlier we have a great work culture in our company so everyone really contribute or attribute good positive um, attitude yeah. and skill and professionalism yeah yeah to, to help to solve the problem and if there was somebody looking at getting involved in your business, what should they be aware of? What should they have to do to adhere to your company culture? Um, I think that the fact that we try to create um, not very local culture though, because um, I'm from overseas, I live in overseas, so in my background, pretty much I live in, in Australia for 10 years and I work in Australia. so. Um, at the moment, we try to build something within our company. Um, very much so, is similar to Western way. 
that we respect each other, we work and we have fun, but also we know what we need to get and achieve for the business, for the um, for, for, for the boss, yeah. Right, I see. Yeah. And how do you deal with perhaps anybody who steps out of line? What's your kind of cu- cultural or company policy in that regard? Oh, okay. So with our company policy, we always give opportunity for staff to prove themselves what they can do and what they can improve to be the best. The best. Um, but in regard to that, you know, we have um, three time of giving away for opportunities to prove themselves. If they do a good job, we always encourage them to do a better job and at the best of the best job. If they're not doing a good job, we would, you know, put it out very clear that what is the issue that not delivering a good job, um, personal or professional, we, but we need to really find a way from the problem um, and find a way to deal with it and getting pass it. So we would talk one-on-one to our staff to find a way, you know, why it's causing a problem, not delivering um, good outcome for what we expected or meeting our expectation. Um, and then we also try to help them as well to, um, to get better. But we give them three opportunities, three times. If first they are okay, then you know, it's good. But if they're not okay, then we give them a second time or prove themselves that um, can they make a change for them and for the company. And if the third time, um, if nothing really changing, then we have to make a decision that we have to terminate, uh, terminate the staff. Right, I see. Yes, and that's the policy for work culture, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be essential and it has to be implemented. Yeah. Um, can I ask you about some daily habits you have that put you in the best mindset for working? What sort of things do you do on a daily basis that help you in your work? Oh, okay. So um, I would say that's question for me, is it? Yes. Okay. I would say I'm very motivated and I put a lot of time for my work. I'm a workaholic. Um, and me, it's all about the mindset. Me, physical as well, of course, like going to the gym, doing exercise to get the day start, you know, faster and quicker. Um, but I think that, you know, when I'm walking, when I'm walking, sorry, walking, coming to the company, I really need to know um, what are, where we at, what are we, um, what's, what is the list of the day that we need to achieve or a month or quarterly we need to achieve for the company and I need to push myself, also push the team to achieve or to do several tasks day to day basis to achieve a monthly goal or quarterly goal. Yeah. Right, I see. With your current company and your current vision, in two years' time, if we were to have this conversation, Nicole, what would you like to be telling me about what you'd achieved? What is the ideal vision for two years' time? Mm, Interesting. 
Um, I would say that in two years time, if we have another meeting again, I would love to share with you how we achieve so far with our journey, with our business journey. And um, our vision for the next two years will be import overseas product and also distributing to all of the supermarket channel in Vietnam. Yeah, and right. that is our, um, of course, short term and long term. Short term would say in one year vision, we will launching more new product and we already have plan for that. Um, <coughs> sorry, at the moment we have six product lines the goal is toward the end of this year, 2022, we have two more or three more product lines coming. And 2023, we would have another six to nine more product lines. Mm, I see. Yes. When I'm thinking about a company or somebody involved in business, I think often of the comparison aspect where when dealing with competitors or perhaps seeing those around you, it can be very easy to get into that comparative mode. Can I ask you, do you ever get into that mode? Do you ever compare yourself to those around you? I think that, you know, all the business um, out there, they always have competitor. But for me, competitor is, is great because it's really showing that the product is got a demand, got customer already by far. That's why we have a competitor, you know? Um, and for us, we're not aiming to copy or watching out or reaching out what other competitors are doing and, and try to beat or compete them. We're not like that. We focus on ourselves. We focus on our company product. That's more important for us. Uh, we really want to deliver what the best quality products to our customer out there. And that's just a goal, and we try to make a difference every single day, um, you know. So I think that competitor is great. Absolutely. And can I ask you about how you manage your time and yeah. how you manage your money? Let's first go to time. To do the work that you do, how do you manage your time effectively? Um, at the moment, I work Monday to Friday. Um, I try not work to work on Saturday. But um, because it's a new business, the fact that we have launched only for two years now, so we still need to work on that. Um, so sometimes I spend Saturday working on that business as well. Yep. Right. Something that is extremely important to oh, you, or do you value your time more, or is it sense of potential and career growth? Okay. How, how does money fit in? Good, good question. Um. We have, um, okay, can I answer now? Yeah. Yes. All right, cool, good question. Um, for us, right now, what we're really aiming to is building a brand, um, building trust in our customer, delivering good quality product. Uh, that's more important to us. Mm. It's, not, it's not about making money yet. Of course, we would love to make money because that's why we do business and that's the reason for it but for us our priority is our customer expectation and the need and the demand um, the desire and we really want to deliver the best of the best outcome of our good quality product to them
Yeah. And on that note, it almost leads into my next question, which is the motivation aspect. What motivates you, Nicole, and what drives you to do the work to do the work you do? Okay, I think that the love and the passion in food and in food industry, and like I said, where I'm coming from is I got eight year experience in F and B industry, and I did um, run a business in the past as well. So for me, um, it's just the love, the passion. Yeah, that's what motivated and driving me to succeed. And who has influenced you or what influences have you had in business? Any mentors, anyone in the public eye? Who has had the biggest impact on you in your business life? Um, I think at the moment, <clears throat> I do not have any specific mentor or who would influence me to to do business apart from myself because everything I do is really right now proof to myself that I can achieve and I have no limit to myself. Um, secondly that like I said I'm really passionate about what I do. I love what I do very much. I love my career that's why I work very hard on it um, and so for me um, I look off to other, for example, Shark Tang or mentor in business investor like Tony Robbins. Mm. Um, reading a lot of quotation of books um, and learning from them, and I try to learn as much as I can. And I always look up on them because they are inspire. These are really my idol, um, and I try to apply for my journey. So I try to apply into the business, you know, and for myself. Are there any resources that you would recommend? I.e. books like Tony Robbins oh. or... I love Rich Dad and Poor Dad. Robert Kiyosaki. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love that books very much. Yeah. yeah. Any podcasts, any else that you listen to, or is it primarily books? Um, just the audio book um, at the moment. Yep. Right, and what does, this question is quite broad, I'll just warn you, what does success represent to you, Nicole? Cool. I think success represent to me a first within myself, and secondly within the business, um, and it's really the level of what, what I want to achieve, honestly. So for me, where I'm at, I would say that I'm succeed with myself, because um, the fact that I'm very um, over overcome any challenges within myself, always try to achieve the best and achieve um, the best for the business as well. And so far, we achieve in a certain level already. Not a hundred percent that everyone out there would know our brand just yet, but that's a goal that would in the next two years when you ask me again or we have an interview again, that would be the goal. And I could love to share you when I'm rich at that point. Yeah, for sure. Yes. That leads me to two things. Um, I'll go with the first one, which is something you mentioned about overcoming challenges. Yeah. Now, the show is called Comeback. The Comeback Beats the Setback, which is all about triumphing over adversity and going past challenges. Mm. Can you give me any examples of the main challenges you faced and how you've navigated these? Okay. Uh, well, I think that the main challenges I faced that um, first... 
and that lead to the majority problem but later on we really fixing it and we are very in the best position right now or better position right now that is employee that is managing staff in Vietnam um, it's quite challenging because um, I work in Australia and there is a different work culture in Australia that I learned from and I work with now that I moved to Vietnam I need to adapt and I need to change to adapt to the local culture um, but you know like um, at the beginning of the interview I just share with you that we try to create a culture a work culture and an environment that half and half international and local so uh, teamwork is very something that brought up on the table later on um, and try to work with with them and you know tell them or share with them the vision the goal of the company and really combine everyone working together and be collaborate together to work together as a team so managing staff was a challenge but we overcome the problem we overcome challenges um, yeah and now we are in a better position Excellent. Yes. I'm almost asking you this in relation to your desires or your future aims. Yeah. You can picture your ideal lifestyle right now. So you are exactly where you want to be, perhaps personally, professionally. What does that look like? Um, no, I'm, I would say not yet. And maybe because I have a high expectation uh, on my personal and also my professional level. Uh, me, I would say right now, um, I have achieved about 80% that I'm happy and another 20% I'm unhappy. Um, but I think that it's always about time because time is really the key for that answer. And the fact that I'm only 30 right now, sorry, 30 years old right now, so compared to other at 30, I'm confident that I have achieved several things that I, I would say is a C. I am to see. But what would yeah. you like it to look like? So you can completely choose. It is perfect, but when and what would that represent? I would say that by 35, I have a goal. And I would say that by 30 to 35, I would love to see me more becoming from an E to I, which is mean from a, sorry, B to I, which is mean from a business to an investor. Ah. That's what I would see myself. Mm, yeah, that relates to the money question I asked you about oh, the importance of investing, okay. etc. Is that something you've already began investing? Yes, I had. I I invested in real estate. Nice. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, and for those listening, this is something that I'm fairly naive on. I know my my basics, my fundamentals, but for those listening, what sort of things would you suggest to them in terms of investing in real estate? Um. Well, I think that older invest investment out there would be safe and unsafe but you know it's um, a very reality like if um, unsafe you you may be or you may be in order to get more high turnover my higher sorry my English I'm not speaking proper English sometimes <laughs> but higher um, profitable return in return and less um, risky like safe investment may be lower profitable in return 
So it's just question like, you know, that investor, would they want to make more money or less money, basically. Right. For me, I invest in real estate and I would say, uh, sorry, I would say that my investment would be safe and unsafe. For a reason is I invested real estate in Australia and it's a safe investment for me. Um, but at the same time, I do invest in real estate in Vietnam and somehow it's a bit risky because um, in Australia, the legal paperwork that you earn a property is very clear, very transparency. But in Vietnam, the legal paperwork is still um, black and white, not, not trans transparency. So t somehow it's a risky, but in Vietnam, I would say it's higher profitable in return compared to Australia. Right. In Australia, it takes more time to really making more profit. Okay, and that's probably more related to your business sense. I kind of want to turn it a bit more back on now Unicall, on the same more of a personal level. How would those closest to you describe you in terms of your work sense? What is it like to work with you? Oh, cool. I think that um, everyone who works with me, or who did work with me, um, they like me. I'm confident saying that they would love me or like me. Um, and my way that um, when I work with people, I always respect others, um, but at the same time, I'm very demanding. I know that this is what the company need and want their objective and goal. Then I always making sure that everybody stick to the goal, to achieve the goal and the timeline and everyone be clear um, and work hard to achieve that. So I push um, and I try to make it happen. Mm. Yes. What sort of traits do you need for that? Is it perseverance? Is it grit? Is it determination? What sort of traits do you need to have your role in a business? Um, I'm, I, I would say the direct. Mm. I am very direct, honest and straight up. Well, I would say you know, giving feedback for others to improve. And I won't hold back because I'm quite direct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, have to be because working toward the goal, the more we be transparent, mm. the better. And that's the way it is. So everyone be clear and they know what they do and they're happy to do what they do. And that's more important, right? And how do you deal with feedback when it's turned upon you? Sorry, what's the question? How do you deal with feedback when somebody delivers it to you? Oh, you know, I receive it. Any feedback, negative, positive, I would receive it. If it's a negative, I would learn from it and learn from myself and change and prove them that I can. Um, if it's positive, I take it as a compliment and keep, you know, explore, explore and expanding my strength. And how important is it to know yourself in the role that you do? As in know what you stand for, what you like, what you dislike. How important is it to have a clear understanding of oneself? I not quite got the, not quite get the question, sorry. Sure. Um, I'm thinking in terms of if you're going to lead other people and go mm. into a business mm. where you have to be clear on the vision for the business. Of course. Do you have to apply similar to your personal life? As in be clear what you want and what you are and who you are fundamentally. Oh, yeah, of course I have to. 
Mm. Yeah. And are you able to do that? Yeah, of course, have to. Mm. How yeah. are you able to do that for those who aren't aware or who are unsure? How do you know yourself? Oh, I again could like to explain that. Sorry, not explain, but I again could like to mention about our previous conversation mm. before. That it's all about the time and the experience um, and knowing what I want or you know what you want is really taking time to learn from your inner peace, your inner side. Um, for me that I did spend time quite a lot on my own when I was in Australia. Um, so I learned so much about myself and I learned so much that um, you know, what I want and what I don't want, for an example. And in a business perspective, I have learned from my mistake, I have learned from the failure or whatever I have not achieved. I always learning and try to achieve, overcome the problem and achieve an outcome. So I think that's, um, you know, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Mm. And coming towards the end of the conversation, Nicole, has there been a question that I've not asked you that you would have liked me to or expected? Sorry, what's what's the question? Has there been a question that I've not asked you that you would have liked me to or expected me to? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Nicole, it was great interview. I'm very glad that I made it today. Spending time with you was an experience and I really happy with every sorry I'm I'm very um a star again um no I think I'm okay I um I think we, we went really well really appreciate your time for me today um we spent a great time for an interview and yeah I'm so glad and I really hope to see you again in two years. Yeah likewise and do you have any final messages that you'd like to give anything you'd like to plug or shout out any final thoughts Nicole? Um, I think I'm all good um, I really like the way you interview me and it's very touchy it's personal and also professional level um, I am really enjoy the time here yes yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Let's do it again in about a year or so. Sounds cool. Yes. Thank you, Nicole. All the very best. Thank you very much.